Saida Zadie here. She's on the Share Chair podcast. You're a junior at Loyola University of Chicago, right? Yes. Yes. And you're also my RA. My yeah. My resident <laughs> advisor. Is that what that says? Yeah. For? Resident okay. assistant. Resident assistant. Yeah. You were born and like your childhood and like how you grew up and everything. Yeah. I was born in Evanston. Okay. Um, so a burb like a couple blocks away in from Chicago. here. So yeah. <laughs> so like I guess you can say I was born and raised in Chicago, but then mm-hmm. I moved to the uh, northern suburbs okay. um, when I was about like three or four years old, so I went to school there. Um, I live in Des Plaines, Illinois now, mm-hmm. which is, like, where I kind of grew up too, but, like, in between, like, I want to say, like, probably, like, third grade and, like, my freshman year of high school, I, like, moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, predominantly I did live in, like, Des Plaines, Illinois, but I've lived in, like, a bunch of different houses. I think I've lived in, like, 12 oh. or 13 different houses. Oh yeah, which is crazy. And, like, even though I lived in, um, the same suburb, um, I went to, like, a bunch of different elementary schools, so, like, that mm-hmm. was kind of hard, but I don't know why my parents moved around so much. Yeah. I don't get it, especially <laughs> if it's the same place. When I was in, I want to say kindergarten, mm-hmm. I moved to Atlanta, Georgia for okay. four months. Because my dad got transferred for work. So okay. we moved there. And then he got, like, placed back in Chicago. So we moved back. But I actually lived in Pakistan for four months of my life when I was in seventh grade. Yeah, no. My dad lost his job, actually. Okay. Um, it was, like, during the recession. He got laid off. And, like, it was really... It was just... Like, we had no other option. Because we had a, like, we had a house there and we had family there. And, like, my dad... It kind of came to the point where, like, there was no way we would, like, survive in America. So, mm-hmm. it my dad was like, I need you guys to go there. And my dad still lived here. And, um, mm-hmm. I think, oh, yeah, so he just, like, moved couch to couch from, like, friends' houses. Oh, but nice. then he found a job. And, um, how the dynamic was going to work was that, like, we would continue to live in Pakistan and my dad would live here and just send money. Mm-hmm. But my mom was like, that's kind of... She didn't want to do that anymore. It was just too hard. She's like, we need to live together. So then I moved back. Um, to America. To, and then I moved back to America. Back okay. to Des Plaines, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, now... Well, now it's gotten better because I've lived in the house I do now for, like, five years, I want to say. <laughs> so, like, record. that's probably the longest <laughs> run I've ever had. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. Going to school in Pakistan was really hard. Okay. I... You know what I mean? I was in middle school, like, I had my whole life here, and then mm-hmm. randomly, it was, like, I think it was probably mid-October, like, my parents just kind of, like, told us it was happening and that there's nothing we can do about it, so it was just really hard. Um, it was just, like, a completely different culture there, and I honestly, like, didn't fit in with the kids there. Yeah, I went to the same... I finished middle school at, um, at, like, the middle school I went to, and mm-hmm. then I went to the same high school for four years, mm-hmm. so... That was nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so you kind of so got to, like, settle down. So a little rough patch in the middle, yeah. but then I finally, like, yeah. settled down, and I was like, okay, this is what it feels like to live in one place for, like, yes. a while. Like yeah. Yeah. Yes. So did your parents um, move from Pakistan? Like, were they born there, and then they came to Europe? Yeah. Europe? Yeah. So America. my dad moved to America when he was 18. Okay. Yeah. It was because he, you know, American Dream, he, like, wanted to, he just didn't have, like, the opportunities in Pakistan, and he, like, grew up in, like extreme poverty mm-hmm. um so he got his visa to come here and then yeah and he found a job and mm-hmm. he loved it he was like awesome. yeah he was like there's 
like, in light of recent events, this is, like, something that, like, is, like, super inspirational to hear, and it, like, kind of reminds me why this country is so great. Like, my dad came from a third world country, grew up in poverty, but he made a living for himself here, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, and then he would, like, go back and forth between here and Pakistan, Mm -hmm. and, um, he met my mom, they got married, and then they moved here. So, Mm -hmm. I have three sisters, one older and two younger, and we were all born here. Oh, okay. Which are you guys close? Oh my god, so close. Yeah, I love love sisters that are close. I love my sisters. (laughs) So my older sister, she's a year older than me, Mm -hmm. and then there's me, and then there's a seven year gap between me and my younger sister. Yeah, and then my youngest sister, there's a one year gap between them. You go to Loyola mm-hmm. in your junior year. What do you study? I know I know what you study, but what do you study yeah. for the purpose of the people? Okay, so <laughs> I started off here um, undecided, actually. Mm-hmm. I really didn't... I, like, knew I wanted to do something where I would, like, help people, but I, like, knew I wanted to keep my option open. I didn't want to come in and be like, okay, I'm pre-med, da-da-da. Yes. I, like, came in very chill. I was like, let me see, let me feel it out, let me see what happens. <laughs> good, good idea. And, um... I actually, I was obsessed with National Geographic, and I wanted to be a journalist for the longest time. Like, I was on, like, my newspaper team in high school and everything. But then when I came here, like, my love for science kind of, like, developed, and, Mm -hmm. um, which is really funny because, I mean, I've always liked science, but I never thought I would, like, have, like, a career in it, you know what I mean? So, like, I took a general bio class, and I was like, okay, like, I really like this, and then um, I just started shadowing like a bunch of different careers, and then I was like, okay, I need to be a bio major because I know I want to do something in the health field. Yeah. Um, so then now I'm a bio major, and I'm on the pre-dental track, but I'm also um, double majoring, so I'm also an economics major. And the reason for like majoring in econ is because with bio, like, yeah, it's really nice to like be able to like think another way and like have like all that science knowledge. But, like, with economics, like, I feel like I'm just so much more well-rounded because I don't just know science. I know kind of, like, in a way, like, how the world works and, like, just, like, got some more background in business. Yeah. Which I thought would be, like, super beneficial, like, going into dentistry. Have there ever been any moments where you're just, like, I'm giving up? Like, I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. Like, I cannot do this with my life. Like, and... Like, how did you get through those moments, if yeah. there ever were any? I mean, it's it's really tough, especially, like, this year has been, like, super hard mm. for me, um, because, so I'm taking some of, I'm taking upper-level bio, bio courses, as well as, like, organic chemistry, too, like, super rigorous classes, um, I'm an RA, obviously, and mm. then I also have, like, um, a position in my sorority, mm. um, and on top of that, like, I'm working and shadowing a dentist as well, so, like, I think, like, the biggest thing is, like, my time management, like, some, like, I, I don't procrastinate, I really don't, like, I try to get things done, like, as soon as I can, mm-hmm. but still I find myself, like, not having enough time, Yeah. so, like, that's just kind of been, like, the hardest thing. And especially when I have, like, multiple exams in one week because it's just, like, so hard to split it up. Mm -hmm. Because, see, like, I have so many other responsibilities besides just school and I can't, I know, like, I can't, like, take a break from them. Like, I Mm -hmm. can't not go to volunteer because I have to study. Like, I kind of, like, I kind of, like, take ownership of, like, everything I have to do. So, like, it's just, like, hard, like, managing my time. And I feel like this is, like, a reoccurring, like, issue that's I've been, like, facing this semester. But... Honestly, like, the thing I do is just, like, you know, I have, like, a dream board in my room, Mm. so it's just nice to look at that and be like, okay, this will all be worth it. Like, I tell myself, like, I'm I'm sacrificing a lot now, but I'm, 
I, like, I tell my, I don't even say, I think I'll be a dentist. I'm like, I know I will. What does motivate you? I guess you sort of just answered that, like, your dreams. But there are any, like, other outs, like, outside, like, who has, like, inspired you yeah. in your life? I think being, like, a first-generation student, like, oh. a college student is, like, super motivating, too. Like, my parents, um, they didn't get the chance to finish college. Okay. So, I know, like... It has caused, like, a lot of pressure, too, because I just want to make my parents move to America, like, worth it. Mm -hmm. Because my dad, like, always says that, like, everything I do is for you. And I know he doesn't mean it in a bad way. Like, it's just him showing he cares. And he's just telling us that, like, he sacrificed everything for us and wants Mm -hmm. us to have a better life. But at the same time, it's, like, really hard, too, because I just want to make them proud. Mm -hmm. So I guess, like, that has a lot to do with it. Like, at the end of the day, like, I want to be happy with what I do and I want to make them happy. Yeah. So it's not... I'm not just being a dentist because... Obviously, like, it's an amazing career, like, but at the end of the day, like, it's what I love. Like, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how much I love it when I go in my dentist's office and shadow it. Like, it gives me so much, it's so much excitement and so much peace. <laughs> and I know that, like, at the end, it doesn't matter, like, how much I make or, you know, like, how, like, respect, like, respectable, like, my future, position. like, position mm-hmm. is. Like, my parents want me to be happy. And, yeah. like, I know, like, this is what I want to do with my life. So, like, they have a lot to do with it, too. They, yeah. they, they're kind of what drive me. It's called Love Your Melons. Is yes! That called? Oh, oh, my, my gosh! Yes. So glad you asked me. Oh, my God. No, it has my heart. Yeah. Okay, so, sorry. That does a, a, like, an organization or a charity called yeah. Love Your Melons. Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, of course. Okay. So, Love Your Melon itself is an apparel brand um, okay. that sells hats, beanies, and caps. And um, 50% of the profits go to nonprofit organizations that fund childhood cancer research. Oh. And then they have a second aspect of it, um, which is college crews getting involved. So you can apply to open um, up a crew at your university. And I actually started it here at Loyola University. So yeah, I'm the founding father of Liver Melon at Loyola. And basically what it is, is um, it's a pretty like exclusive group. It's only 20 people that are allowed to be in it, which um, the reason for that is because um, we go on a lot of hospital visits and there's always like rules as to like how many people can come, like this and that. So just to like be able to like get the most out of our like pe- like um, people who volunteer and for them mm-hmm. to be like super involved in it, they just kept the crew really small. But um, yeah, what we do is we basically advertise for Love Your Melon mm-hmm. to get um, people to purchase like the hats and beanies um, and apparel because that's like a, a huge way to like spread awareness yeah. and as well as like raise funds for them. Yeah. Another part of what like goes into that is. The college crews, they go on household visits and hospital visits. Yeah, so we visit hospitals dressed up as superheroes and pass out hats to the little kids. Not just for children who have cancer, like, it's, um, basically anyone who's fighting, like, a life-threatening illness. Yeah, Yeah, so we dress up as superheroes, we visit the hospitals, and the kids Mm -hmm. get super excited. It's a lot of fun. And not even hospitals, um, if we know a family that has a child who's suffering from cancer or any life-threatening disease, um, or illness... We like we we will go visit them as yeah, well. I will definitely link the Love Your yes. Melon. Yes. There's a website. Yeah, it's www.loveyourmelon.com. And then if you buy something, you can credit Loyola University <gasps> Chicago. The thing about that um, too is if someone knows someone who is suffering from cancer mm-hmm. um, or any like seriously life-threatening um, illness, they can request a hat for them, which is free. If you had any advice um, to give to like just a person, what would your advice be to somebody else? My advice would be to care. If you love a TV show, love it so much. Um, if your hometown is super riled up about a sports team, 
join the bandwagon, get to know the sport, like, you know, get excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, I don't want to say be happy because that's hard to mm. do. So I like to say care, be great. passionate, um, get excited, you know, a lot of times people think like, what is the point of me doing this? What is the point of like me doing that? But you think about it like, what is the point of anything if you don't care kind yeah. of thing? I don't necessarily like saying like, oh, be happy, like be positive. That's mm -hmm. hard. People go through things. Like I've been through a lot. You know what I mean? Just care. Thank you so much, Saida, yeah, for no the impromptu share chair session. Yes. And uh, thank you so much. Have thank you for having yes. me. Oh, of course. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Share Chair. Stay tuned next week for a new episode.